Hello, 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 hello. What's going on, everybody? This is Sydney Smith, the host of this incredible podcast, The Real Queen Sid, and this is episode 212 of The Real Queen Sid Show. And I'm super, super excited. Today, we're going to be talking about vision. This is literally everything. If you're, if you are not seeing the bigger picture, if you're not understanding why you need to do the things that your coach or your leader or your mentor is telling you to do, if you are not um, driven, if you are finding yourself falling in and out of motivation, I can tell you right now, it is a vision issue. So this episode, we're going to be talking about what is the importance of vision? How do you build more vision and all of the things about vision? We're going to be talking about this a lot more. This is a conversation that needs to be had more in the industry um, because it will really, I, I really think that people don't do things unless they understand why they're doing things. And if you don't understand why you're doing it, it's probably a vision issue. So if you guys get any value from this, please make sure to screenshot it, share it into your Instagram stories and tag me at the real queen Sid. And if you guys would like to get entered into the giveaway for a hundred dollars cash money, uh, all you have to do is leave a five star review. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And let's get into this episode. Vision is everything in this business. If you, if you don't write anything else down, please write that down vision is everything in this business because vision is what will get you to the next level. Whether you want to make a hundred dollars or $500 or $5,000 or $5 million in this business, you have to have a vision. You have to. And so about six months ago, um, I was in Hawaii with my friends and, or with, with some of the team members and, uh, one of my friends, Brooke Porch hit, uh, hit rank seven, her team hit rank seven, which is a hundred thousand points a month in volume for those of you that are brand new. And it's a rank that we had been pushing for, for three years. And I said, crap. Brooke beat me. This is not good. Like I'm very happy for her, but like, I like to win and Brooke beat me and we had been competing for a while. And I was like, what is going on? What is going on? So I went and I, I went back and I evaluated, um, my behavior over the last year or so, uh, before that had happened. And I looked at, at my vision and I said, you know, Every single month, I told the team, we're going to hit rank seven this month. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it. This is awesome. Oh, my God. And then we wouldn't do it. And so the next month, I would say, yeah, yeah, we're going to hit rank seven. Ooh, yeah, we're going to hit rank seven. Let's go. And then we wouldn't do it. And then the next month, it would be, yeah, we're going to hit rank seven. Woo. Yay. Until finally, I just stopped saying it, right? And I know that some of you guys can relate to this on, on other levels of life where like you really, really want to achieve something. And every single month you're like, yes, I'm going to do this. Or every single, you know, it might not even be in business, right? But like every single month or every single week or every single whatever, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get that done. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get that done. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get that done. Until you stop saying it right? This might be a project that you wanted to do around your house. This might be uh, something that you wanted to do with your kids, right? Like, have you ever, I, I find that this happens a lot, even when we get older, or especially when we get older, right? Is like, every time you talk to your friends that you haven't seen in a while, you say, oh yeah, we need to get together. And they say, yeah, 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 we need to do that too. But if you don't put a plan into place, right, then you never end up seeing each other. And then six months down the line, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, we really need to see each other. We should put a plan into place. And then yeah, 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 we should do that. Yeah, okay, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about, right? So I noticed that my vision over a, over a span of 12 months had started to dwindle. I couldn't even see it happening anymore. So I stopped saying it. 
right? Have you ever gotten to that point with friends where you just like stop talking because you're like, we don't see each other anyway. We don't, we don't, we don't make an effort to see each other anyway. What's the point? Uh, and so I just stopped saying it. And so I'm sitting in this loft in Hawaii and I'm like, all right, oh God, I got to apologize to the team. Oh crap. And so we started off the next month, which was March of this month or of this year, 2021. Uh, and I, I started off with a Zoom apologizing to our front, to my front line. So they're my direct recruits. And I said, I'm sorry, because I know that my lack of vision has rippled down through the entire team. And my lack of vision is why we're not ranked seven. And my lack of vision is why each and every one of you isn't earning at your highest potential and isn't winning at your highest potential. Because if I can't see it for you, if I, as your leader that and your mentor that you look up to, if I can't see it for you, how are you supposed to see it? You ever felt that way? Like somebody that you look up to and believe in and like, you're like, wow, they're like, I, I just want them to be proud of me. And you know that they can't see what you really, really does. Like, have you... I feel like I'm, I'm bleeding into daddy issues here. So I'm gonna move forward. Okay. So like I got to this point, And so I, I, I started off the zoom or I started off the month with that apology. And that month we ran hard and fast. And we went from a 45,000 point team to a hundred thousand point team by the end of the month. And I'll tell you only one thing changed only one thing changed. We didn't recruit a lot that month. We only recruited like three people into the team. I told you already, we just recruited 19 people into this team this month, right? We didn't recruit, recruit a lot this team, that, that month. There wasn't a lot that changed inside the team. The only thing that changed was vision. The only thing that changed was vision, vision, which created momentum, which created energy other way around. The only thing that changed was vision, which created energy, which created momentum. And we literally grew by 70% in one month. And that was basically the same team that we had the month before, right? And so I tell you this because your vision is so vital to your success in this business because if you can't see it first, you're never gonna be able to make it happen. And Trent Shelton said this one day on a training and it really like hit me right between the eyes. I was like, oh, that's aggressive. Uh, he was talking about how like a lot of people don't end up building this business because they feel like they don't have a supportive spouse. And he said, well, of course your spouse isn't supportive yet. They don't see what you see. They're not in your head. It's your responsibility to make your vision come true. It's not anybody else's responsibility to make your vision come true. It's not anybody else's responsibility to see it until you make it come true. And then all of a sudden, when the world changed, when your reality changes, people are like, oh, what that girl was doing was real. Do you think that when I started five years ago in network marketing, in active addiction, that anybody thought that I would be doing this? That anybody thought that I'd be driving a free Range Rover? That anybody thought that I'd be living my best life in Texas? That anybody thought I'd be clean? Hell no. Nobody could see it but me. I saw it. I saw it. And so it was my responsibility to create it, right? And so I want you to remember that as we're moving through this vision conversation because it's your responsibility. And so if you feel like you have an unsupportive spouse, I'm gonna tell you what Eric Worre says. And he says, they're not unsupportive. They're just tired of seeing you crawl. They're just tired of seeing you crawl. They love you so much and they are so tired of seeing you crawl. So let's fly. 
let's fly. Right. And so, and Brittany Anderson says this a lot too. I feel like I'm quoting everybody, but Brittany says, ain't nobody going to believe this isn't real when you have a free car parked in your driveway. Ain't nobody going to believe this isn't real when you got a free car parked in your driveway. Okay. So just get like, just push your head down and commit to your own vision, right? Sometimes, sometimes entrepreneurship and by sometimes, I mean, a lot of times entrepreneurship can be lonely, but at least you have this team, you know, it sucks when, when you're, I don't know if I, I don't know why I'm talking about spouses. That wasn't the point of this, but somebody on this zoom needs to hear this. It's like a download from the universe. Uh, I know it's hard when your spouse isn't supportive or when your family's not supportive or when your family's like, well, you're doing one of those things. That's so stupid. But like, what if you put your head down and pour, let this team into you and let your life change? You know what I mean? Like, what if you just showed them? And so that is the whole thing with vision is you have to be able to number one, see the vision, but number two, be able to commit to it. You have to be able to commit to it. If I asked any of you to picture yourself, this is so random, but if I asked any of you to picture yourself rolling around in a bathtub full of money, you could do it. You could be like, oh yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Or if I asked you to picture yourself on a dream vacation, you could probably like close your eyes really, really tight and like picture what you think the beach looks like. And then like put like a copy and paste photo of yourself there. Like you could see it, but like, are you committed to it? Are you committed to getting to that beach? Are you committed to, I don't know why you would want to swim in a bathtub of money, but like, are you committed to it, right? Like, I, it sounds fun, theoretically, if it's washed, okay? Like money is dirty, okay? But are you committed to it? Are you committed to actually making it happen? And a lot of times I would say no, because we walk through this life, like Brian Underwood said this at an event the other day. He said, not the other day, it was like a couple months, last month, I don't know. He said, this isn't a dress rehearsal. And that like hit me to my core. This is not a dress rehearsal. And some people go their entire life wishing they had traveled more or wishing that they had done a hobby or wishing that they had committed to themselves or wishing that they had earned the money to do whatever or wishing that they had lived in a beautiful house or wishing that they had had whatever, right? Like people walk through life wishing that they had done things but they never actually take the action steps to get there. They never actually step forward and do it, right? Like I have people message me all the time. Oh, I wish I could move to Texas. Well then move to Texas. Like, what is your plan? If that's really your vision, if that's really what you wanna do with life and you really understand that this is not a freaking dress rehearsal. If that's really your vision, what is the plan? What are the steps we're taking, okay? So we're gonna talk long-term vision and we're gonna talk kind of like how we can start to build our vision. And we're also going to talk about things that kind of diminish our vision. Okay. So first things first is that it's really, really hard to have a long-term vision when we, when we play the compare game, how many of y'all are like, okay, that's me. Oh, that's me. I compare myself to everybody. I'm like, oh, well, someone so joined after me and they're doing better than me. And they're up on, on the leaderboard and they're ahead of me. Yeah. Guilty, guilty, guilty. I see you. I love it. Okay. So same same. I compare myself. Uh, if you guys don't know this, uh, I have really rich friends. I actually make the least amount of money out of all of my friends. And I, that is my bar, right? So like when Jesse Lee is one of your best friends and she makes the amount of money that she makes, you're always going to feel like you're not good enough. If you're comparing yourself to her, I'm always, it doesn't matter if I make $10,000, $50,000 a month. It doesn't matter what I make. I'm always going to be comparing myself to her, right? So 
it's really, really actually very cool that you have people in your circle that you get to look up to. It's really very cool that there are people in your circle that you get to strive to be like. And so my one, my one shift with this is if you are really, really stuck in the compare-itis and you're really, really stuck in the compare game, I ask you to make one shift. Fine, go look at what they're doing. Go say, oh yeah, Sydney, blah, blah, blah. She's been in network marketing for five years in the industry for seven years. I've been in here for 10 years and I haven't had her success. Cool. So the one shift you're going to make is if she can do it, so can I. That's the only problem with the comparitis game is that you think that somebody else winning takes away from your success. You think that because somebody else did it, that means that takes your spot. Ain't nobody took your piece of the pie, baby. It's still waiting for you. It's still waiting for you. But we spend time comparing ourselves to others instead of actually putting in the work to get where that person is. Instead of asking that person, bro, you came in here and effed the whole thing up. Like you sold more than these people that have been around forever. How did you do that? Teach me, teach me, right? Instead of asking for help, we sit there and we say, oh, well, she did that. And so I suck because I haven't done it yet. How many of you guys are like, oh crap, you're speaking right to me. You're speaking right to me. The other thing with the compare game is that you compare yourself to people because you only know the positive things. You only know the positive things. How many of you guys have heard Jesse Lee say the, the harder the fall, the higher the bounce? The harder the fall, the higher the bounce. I'm going to tell you right now, every successful person that you know has built that, that ish from rock bottom. Because once you're at rock bottom, there is literally no way to go but up. And once you start going up, you get addicted to going up and going up and going up and going up. You might just not have hit rock bottom yet, which that's that sucks. I'm sorry. But also rock bottom, I, I heard this on a podcast the other day. Rock bottom is the biggest blessing that you can ever go through, right? Somebody said, I'm so grateful that I'm an addict because it literally propelled me all the way down to rock bottom. And then I had every opportunity to climb myself out of it, right? That's what they said on the podcast. And I was like, oh my God, that's an awesome way to look at it. But you compare yourself because you only know the positive, right? And you don't see the pressures of success. I've been saying this a lot on trainings, but like different levels, different devils. Uh, and so I, this is not to deter you from, from building your success, but actually just to, to remind you that we're all human, right? Like Jesse Lee still gets stressed out about things. I still get stressed out and overwhelmed about things. I still get scared when I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Y'all, this lab is the scariest thing that I've ever committed to. I've got like 5,000 people's livelihoods in my hand and I have no clue what I'm doing. No clue what I'm doing. But I'm just going to like flounder around until I figure it out because, because I have to, right? And so just understand that every single person feels that imposter syndrome. Every single person feels that pressure. Every single person feels that uh, anxiety around doing things that they don't know how to do. Every single person gets scared and nervous, even if they don't seem scared and nervous. It's just different levels, right? So like, I don't get scared to train on team trainings anymore but I used to, I get really scared to train for a Fraser Brooks event. Right. So it's like different levels, different devils. It's just, it's just, you grow in your fears. Uh, so just remember that when you're comparing yourself to somebody else's, you don't know the pressure that they've been through. You don't know the pressure they've been through. Right. And so progress, uh, the next thing with long-term vision is remember that progress is personal. 
Jesse Lee said this on a champ call the other day. I think she said, uh, why do we, why do we celebrate time? Like you hear people say, oh, well, we've been married for 10 years or, oh, we've been married for 20 years. Oh, we've been married for this long. Awesome. I don't, time is going to go by either way. What was the quality of your 10 year marriage? Because I can tell you right now, the quality of my two year relationship is way better, way more value to my life than the quality of my five year relationship. So just remember that if you start to measure your progress in growth, if you start to measure your progress in quality, if you start to measure your progress in, in, in self-development rather than in time, you know, I think some people think, oh, I've been here for six months and I haven't, I haven't even sold a box. I haven't even sold a box. Okay, cool. You still growing. What, what was that meme that I shared on that one empire call was like, when uh when you feel like people your age are excelling faster than you i want you to remember that like when they were personally developing you were surviving just remember that some of y'all are still in survival mode some of y'all are still surviving it's really really hard to thrive when you're still in survival mode don't compare your progress to somebody else's timeline nobody's timeline is going to look the same nobody's timeline will look the same, right? So this progress is personal measure in quality, not in time. And it's never, ever, 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 ever an overnight success. It's never an overnight success. It looks like it. It looks like from the outside, like you'll be like all of a sudden one day somebody like everything clicks and they're, they're selling all the things and they're at the top of the leaderboard. Right. And I think of, I think of Jenny Elizabeth, right? So for those of you who don't know who Jenny Elizabeth is, she's one of my very good friends. And when I moved to Texas, she was a rank three, I think. Yes, a rank three. And she was doing 5,000. So that's about 5,000 points in volume a month. It's amazing. Incredible. Um, but she was consistently five, rank three, rank three, rank three, rank three, rank three, rank three. And we were sitting around a pool one day and I said, Jenny, what are you doing? And she's like, what? And I said, why aren't you doing your own ketone lives? Like you do really, really well when you do ketone product lives. And she was like, oh no, 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 Jesse Lee does those. I just share hers. I said, do you want to be a champ or no? And she said, yeah. I said, so do your own product lives. She did her own product lives and within two months she hit champ. And now she is number four on the leaderboard and her team does over 200 and I think they do over 350,000 points a month in sales. And I only met her for two years. That's in two years she's had that growth. But you don't know what she went through. You don't know what she grew through in childhood. You don't know what she, I know what she went through. I know what she went through. She went through hell and back. And then she sat on the empire for two years, rank three, rank three, rank three, rank three, rank three, rank three, rank three. So people that don't know her story, it looks like an overnight success, but it's not. She's been building and growing and personally developing her entire life right? So just remember that your progress is personal and measure in quality, not in time. I want you to ignore how long it takes you to heal. I want you to ignore how long it takes you to get, at, get to a rank or get out of this darkness or get out of whatever. Ignore how long it takes you. The only thing that matters is do you do it? The only thing that matters is do you stick with it until it's done? That's the only thing that matters. doesn't matter how long it takes, right? So number three is Sometimes when we don't have long-term vision, we become impatient about our goals. Has anybody ever gotten that way? 
So like, if you get like impatient about your goals, you start like frantically doing everything. You're like, oh my God, I gotta do this. And then I gotta message these people and I gotta do this. And then you overwhelm yourself, right? Like you're like, oh, I gotta do all the things. Instead of focusing on quality of the things that we're doing, we're focusing on quantity, right? So we feel like we're doing all the things because we're getting on all the trainings and we're getting on all the power hours and we're sending all the the birthday messages and we are commenting on people's stuff and we are posting content that's like fine, right? But what if you took a step back and said, what activities are actually moving me forward in my business? And I'm going to go hard on those. Right. So sometimes we get impatient about our goals and we forget that this is a long-term game. And so we try to do everything super, super, super quick instead of taking a step back and saying, what's working? Well, maybe keto kitchens are working for you. Maybe uh, posting in your stories is working for you. Maybe TikTok is working for you and go hard there. Brie Nichols talks about this all the time where people like lean into the fluff work where they're like, oh yeah, I'm working. I'm sending birthday messages every single day. I'm working. Are you though? Like, are you though? I scared you guys. I saw that jump. (laughs) I saw that jump. Uh, Are you though? Like, so instead of doing more, can we focus on getting better? Can we focus on having more quality conversations? Can we focus on creating more quality content? Can we focus on, you know, do, and my, my best method is to do more and do better, do more and do better, do more and do better. But, you know, let's focus on doing better first, right? Let's focus on nailing the scripts. Let's focus on doing Betty. Jessie said this the other day. She said, I've been quoting everybody in this training, but I've been, whatever. She said, it doesn't matter if you can do something right. It matters if you can do it enough times so that you can't do it wrong. So can you do Betty enough times that you know front and back what is in that, what is in that, I almost said something inappropriate. What is in that bot? Can you do Betty enough times? Like I can't do the scripts wrong because I've done them so many times. Can you do something so many times you can't do it wrong, right? And so uh, focus on what is what is right or what is working well and just focus on honing those skills and doing better and doing better and doing better. And do you know that doing a green light challenge works really well for you to get new relationships? Then do the green light challenge more and better and get better at, business, at building conversations, right? So focus on those things that will help with your long-term vision. But when we don't have long-term vision, when we don't understand this is the long game, Right? Like, so think of it this way. If I told you, this is not an income claim, y'all do not quote me on this. But if I told you, if you stuck around for five years, you would be making $10,000 a month. Would you stick around? Would you do whatever I said to do? Right? So that's the long-term vision. That is knowing that, okay, Right now, I might not be making what I want to make. Right now, I might not be having the success that I want to have. But in five years, if I can stick with this for five years, I'll be successful. Would you do it? You can see the vision when you have a guaranteed, this is the guaranteed carrot at the end, but it's hard when you don't have the guaranteed carrot at the end. So just remember, just remember that. And that was not an income claim. Do not quote me on that. Y'all can't get out of here. You, y'all can't go out of here and post. Sydney Smith said, if I stick in network marketing for five years, I'm going to make $10,000 a month. That is illegal. You can't do that. Okay, so don't say that. 
But the next thing is to number four, focus on the process. Focus on the process. I know that this is like a stupid network marketing saying that everybody's been saying for a really long time, but like when you fall in love with the process, when you fall in love with creating content, when you fall in love with going live, when you fall in love with creating relationships, when you fall in love with making friends, when you fall in love with all of the little things along the way that build your business, that's when you see real success, right? So like it's, it's focusing on the small wins that compound and compound and compound. And sometimes when we don't have vision, we get really impatient. Uh, we, have you ever, have you ever like had that moment where you're like, I'm all in, like, I am ready to run. I'm ready to go. You send like six bazillion messages that day. And then you don't do anything for the rest of the month because you're exhausted. I would rather you send five messages a day, every day, consistently forever than six bazillion messages in a spurt and then don't show up for the rest of the month, right? It's those small wins. They compound and they compound and they compound and they compound. So getting your content done every single day, uh, making sure that you get your messages out every single day. What are the small things that are building your business that you know, if you were consistent with them over a long period of time, you would have results, but we're feeling impatient because we don't have the long-term vision. So we try to do it all at once and hope that that has the same effect. Does that make sense? Like we hope that that has the same effect and it doesn't because people are looking for consistency. People are looking for, for who can they trust, especially y'all, I'm going to tell you this, this is not political, but it's going to sound political, especially in the way the world is right now. People are looking for somebody they can trust. People are looking for somebody they can trust. They trust consistency. They trust small wins. They trust somebody who always shows up, right? So focus on the process rather than the end result. And so I know that it's really it seems counterintuitive, right? When we say have a goal, but also focus on the process. So like have a goal, but be flexible in, in the way that you reach it. Have a goal, but be flexible in the way that you reach it. So maybe, maybe your goal is to move to Texas, right? I, I use that because it was my goal, but maybe your goal is to move to Texas and you want to do it in six months. And then you, you kind of evaluate in six months and you're like, Ooh, I might've overshot that goal. Like I pushed really hard for it, but I might've overshot that goal. You are more than welcome to be flexible with it but it's focusing on the process to reach the end result, right? Number five, focus on who you need to become. Focus on who you need to become. I'm so proud of the 40 of you that showed up on this Zoom because you knew that this was going to benefit you and your business. This was going to help you grow as a person. This was going to help your growth. Y'all, I'm gonna tell you right, okay, we're gonna put this in perspective. Um, the way that you are developed currently, the way that your EQ is, which is your emotional intelligence for those of you that are new, the way that you're, the way that you run your business right now, the way that you do your daily activities right now, the way that you show up, the way that you present yourself, the energy that you present yourself in, like in this space right now, as you sit on this zoom, if Jesse Lee showed up the same way, would she be making the same amount of money? I see like three honest people. I love it. Okay. I see it's three honest people. No, 
right? And same goes for me, right? Like I still need to develop to that person. I still need to develop to that level that she's at, right? So like, we're all constantly on this journey. That's not to make you feel bad, but it's just to make you, it's just to put in perspective. You have to start showing up as the version version of yourself that deserves that, that rank of the version of yourself that deserves that income or that goal. I'll ask you again to put it in more of a human perspective because Jesse Lee's kind of an alien, right? If I showed up in the way that you are currently developed, currently show up, currently run your business, would I be making the same money that I make? Right? They say it all the time. You are in, you are making exactly the amount of money that you need to be making right now. And when you develop yourself into a higher level person, that's when you start earning more money. And it sounds so like people, I think I did this, right? So I went to these events and I looked for the secret script or the post, the one magical post that was going to get me like a bazillion dollars or the one magical post that was going to recruit me a rock star. It doesn't, she knows it don't exist. It don't exist. Nova, it doesn't exist. The one magical post doesn't exist. You have to grow into the person who earns that income. You have to grow into the person that earns that spot, right? And you can watch, for those of you that have known me for a long time, you've seen, you've seen it. For those of you that don't, have not known me in a long time, you will see it, okay? We go and continue to grow together and you go look back in a, a year from now, you're gonna be like, damn, I don't even recognize that girl, right? So you've seen it, but focus on who you need to become rather than the perfect script. Right. What would, and so you can literally, I used to ask myself this all the time. I, I would say, uh, WW, what would WWJLD, what would Jesse Lee do? If I wasn't sure about what to say to somebody, if I wasn't sure how to show up for something, if I wasn't sure, Hey, I'm kind of thinking that maybe I should go live today. I do know what would Jesse Lee do? That's what I started saying right? Or when I had um, altercations or low EQ moments or whatever, what would Jesse Lee do? And when you can start asking that, you can kind of start taking your, like, start imagining somebody else in your situation, then you can start to change your behavior, right? If you can start to imagine somebody else in your situation, then you, it's, it's easier to, to uh, remove ego from it, right? So focus on who you need to become. Number six is get clear on the intention that you have behind building this. It would be really, really cool for somebody to come in here and blow it up and all of a sudden like recruit an influencer and hit rank 10 their first month. That would be really, really cool. But I say this all the time about the influencers on TikTok. There are a lot of influencers on TikTok that got their, in, their TikTok following overnight. They literally like all of a sudden woke up, had a hundred thousand followers, had a million followers, whatever. They grew their TikTok following so fast that they have no clue how to sustain it because they didn't grow as a person with their following. Does that make sense? So like when they started out on social media, they had, they were just a normal person who hadn't been personally developing, who didn't have any EQ. And all of a sudden they're in the limelight. They're getting bullied all the time. They have this huge following that has expectations of them and they have no idea how to handle it because they didn't grow with their following. It's the same thing with business. It would be really cool for one of y'all to have an explosive month where you shoot to the top of the compensation plan. But I ask you, would you have, like, are you grown to the point where you could handle that? Are you grown to the point where you could maintain it? 
So get clear on your intentions, because if your intention is to have a rank on your name badge, you can run fast and hard for one month and have rank 10 on a name badge for the rest of your month or for the rest of your life, right? Your name badge will always say rank 10, but do you want the consistent income? Do you want the influence that comes with it? Do you want to actually help people's lives? Do you want the self-growth that comes with it? Like, what is your intention here? Get very clear on that. Is your intention recognition and a rank or is your intention growth, sustainability, consistency, helping people? Because I'm gonna tell you right now, the empire built very slow. We built very slow. We had a rack of rank twos and then a rack of rank threes and then a rack of rank fours and then a rack of rank fives, but we've grown very consistently, right? So it's super sustainable. Does that make sense? Can't relate to big unknown crowd. I don't know what I said to say that. Uh, number seven is look at the bigger, the bigger picture. And so there's two parts to this. Um, number one is serve the community. So like looking at the bigger picture, how does, if you choose to raise your hand and serve the empire on a committee or whatever, your contribution helps the empire as a whole, which in, in, in turn helps you right? It will build your confidence. It will build your consistency. It will build your commitment. It will build your um, responsibility. It will also build your influence. But these are all things. And I, listen, hear my heart on this. Hear my heart on this. When we started the empire, there was eight of us. There was eight of us carrying the weight of, of the empire being built on our backs. Right. And there was times where I would literally, I would literally look at Brittany and I would say, why am I showing up and, and leading all of these people that I don't make any money off of? That was literally my mindset. Like I couldn't see the bigger picture. I couldn't see why I would be showing up for the whole community. I see it now. And I want you guys to skip that step where you don't see it. Like, I want you to skip that step and go past it because contributing to the community will serve you as a person, will serve you in your life, will serve you in your business, getting around higher level people. Every single one of you will be put in a committee with champs that are wanting to step up and serve as well. So you'll get to build new friendships. You'll get to build new relationships. You'll get to have new people to look up to. You'll get to meld with new personalities of people that are in your gift zone, right? Some of y'all are very, 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 very green. And the things that I say, they just don't land. They just don't land sometimes because you're too dang green and you're not in your feels yet, right? Like they just don't land, but you might come in contact with a really, really like high achieving green that you're like, oh, that's my person. Like that's my person, right? So all of this, I was scared and signed up for a committee anyways. I freaking love that. I love that. So uh, get, that is get get or look at a bigger picture as far as the community. The second part of that is look at the bigger picture as far as your social media. So I say uh, the difference between a seasoned social media influ uh, not influencer but a seasoned network net <clears throat> a seasoned network marketer. The difference between a seasoned seasoned network marketer and a newbie network marketer is that the newbie doesn't see the bigger picture, right? So why would I be posting about being in the LGBTQ community that doesn't directly relate to ketones, 
when you're new in the industry, when you're new in the business, you don't see the correlation. You don't see that posting about my struggles in the LGBTQ community builds trust, right? So start looking at the bigger picture of your social media. And instead of saying, how does this directly make me money right this second? Instead of like the so obvious question of how does this sell me ketones right now in this second? Ask yourself, how does this build rapport? How does this build influence? How does this build trust? How does this build community? When you can build those things, that's what people are looking for. I'm gonna tell you right now, people aren't looking for ketones if they don't know what ketones are. They're looking for somebody to trust. They're looking for a community. So take a step back, look at the bigger picture and look at the bigger picture of your social media and the thing and the content that you're putting out there, right? So sometimes this kind of goes back to what I said about when we like feel frantic about hitting our goals. Have you ever noticed that like when you feel really, really, you're like, I need to sell trials, you post about trials and then post about trials and then post about trials. I did this when I first started, right? Like, so when I first, first, first started in the industry, I was with a, um, I was with a direct sales company and we did in-home parties. And so every single day on my social media, Hey, book a party with me. Hey, join my team. Hey, I got these fun parties. Hey, you want to have a party with me? Hey, party, party. Hey, I'm fun party. I wasn't providing any value. Right. And I couldn't see the bigger picture. I was so desperate to book parties that I couldn't take a step back, slow down and see that me frantically pushing parties on people wasn't getting me the goal. Does that make sense? I think everybody's experienced that when they first start in the industry, like we post ketone, 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 ketone. And you're like, why am I not selling any ketones? I'm posting about them all the time because that's all you're posting about, right? So just take a step back, bigger picture. Uh, number eight is get, I think I put this twice on here. Oh, get clear on what, uh, they're a little bit different. Get clear on what's important to you. And so what that means is like, get clear on what your vision is. This is not what Sydney's vision is. This is not what you think your vision should be, right? So for a really long time, uh, I, I had this huge breakthrough with Jesse Lee when uh, I, we weren't hitting rank seven and I had a coaching call with her. I said, I said, I don't understand. We're not hitting rank seven. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand what's happening. What's happening. And she's like, Sydney, why do you want to hit rank seven? And I said, what? She said, why do you want to hit rank seven? I said, um, I need money. And she was like, okay, well, first there's your first problem. Number two, um, why do you want, why do you need money? And I said, well, I need to pay off my credit card debt. And she said, that's not the real reason. I said, excuse me. Yes, it is. She said, Sydney, if you needed to pay off your credit card debt, you would have already done it. That would have already propelled you to the next level. You would have already been running like hell for that goal. If that was actually your goal, that's not your goal. What's your goal? And I said, what? She said, what's your goal? And so I said, I want to have, for those of you that don't know me that well, uh, when I was in active addiction, I had my dog, Darth and Darth, uh, effectively saved my life. So anytime that I would be out using, uh, I always made sure to make it home because he needed me at home. And so he's very, very special to me. He's very, very important to me. And so I said, I want to give Darth the house and the yard that he deserves. And she said, that's it. 
that's what you're going to run for. And I was like, okay, all right. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't understand. I didn't understand. I'm like, okay, all right. I got a new focus. I got a new focus. And I was like, I was, I was implementing more. Like I was, I was going a little bit harder. I started doing spooky bundles. I started, I started going harder on my personal sales. I started doing TikTok and we still weren't growing. We still weren't growing. We still weren't growing. Right. And that's when the vision conversation came in. Right. That's when I ended up having to not having to, but getting to transfer my vision throughout the whole team. And as soon as those two things aligned, as soon as my real purpose and our vision aligned, the next month we hit rank seven. So what is the real reason you're here? It's not to pay off credit card debt because if it was, you'd be running like hell to do it. So what is going to make you run like hell? What do you want more than anything? What do you want more than your sleep? What do you want more than your, more than, more than anything? What do you want more than watching Netflix? That's what you got to figure out. Because every single day I could wake up and watch Netflix if I really wanted to. But what do you want more than sitting down and relaxing and watching Netflix? Get clear on what's important to you. And your vision needs to be yours. It needs to be yours. It's not what you think I think you should, I, you think I think you should want, right? It's, it's what do you want? And then number nine, if you want to have a big vision, or, or a, a clear, here's a clear sign of the, of, of a big vision is that you are super, super coachable. Have you ever like, have you ever, okay. I use this example in literally the last training that I did, but Laura Spears is a really, really great example of this. She asked me for a social media audit. And I said, girl, it looks like you're getting more interaction on the posts that have your face in it. And specifically your face with lipstick on. And she was like, all right, bet. You want to know what I've seen consistently since I gave her that directive? Laura Spears' face on my Instagram and on my Facebook with lipstick on. She didn't question me. She didn't ask me why. I, oh, I don't want to do that. Mm, I don't feel like getting ready. Mm, I don't feel like putting lipstick on. Okay, cool. Just do it. Because I can promise you if you're getting advice from somebody that has the business that you want or that has walked the minefield or that has done the things that you want to do, I can promise you right now the the uh, advice they're giving you is, is, is because they know what they're talking about. So a clear sign of big vision is the ability to be coachable, right? This is the ability to, uh, <clears throat> Jesse Lee talks about this a lot. She says, I don't understand people that are scared of going live. Like I understand being scared of going live, but when I started in this business, I needed the money so bad that I was willing to be scared, right? But if you can't see the vision, if you can't see why you're here, if you can't see the goal, there's no carrot at the end of that live video to propel you through it. So a really, really clear indicator of big vision is being coachable, right? Because I'm gonna ask you to do things that make you really uncomfortable. I am hundred percent y'all. I asked, I asked a couple people to do uh, lives for fall fest and they were like, Bleh. okay. Yep. Bleh. I guess I'll do that. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure. Got it. You got it. Right. But they did it because it wasn't a question of, is this, is this right for me? Or is this going to benefit my business? It was Sydney told me to do this. So I know it's going to benefit my business. So I'm just going to do it. And I'm not going to question her. Right. So 
that is a clear, clear, clear indication. If you are feeling like you're not coachable, if you're feeling like if I asked you to go live right now, like if I said your assignment is to get off the Zoom and go do a live on the pick three better me and you're like, no, I'm not going to do that. I ask, I ask you to figure out why. Why are you unwilling to do that? Because your vision isn't strong enough. There's no, the carrot at the end isn't, isn't driving you hard enough. 